broadcasting live from Florida's capital city. This is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. And if you're watching on War Chant TV, then my goodness gracious, this is cool. Uh, I'm at Aviva Stadium here in Dublin, Ireland, and we are getting the full tour of a magnificent stadium. Uh, the history of it, uh, the, the great pride they have in it, um, these grounds have been here uh, in sport rugby soccer and the like have been played here since the 1800s um, now they tore down obviously the old stadium we were just getting a lesson about how uh, they had to obviously uh, get rid of the asbestos of the old stadium and uh, build this magnificent structure that you can kind of see behind me here um, but uh, our hosts here at Aviva have been incredible in teaching us this history and also uh, kind of showing us the locker rooms that we'll, we'll have a lot more from here uh, that we roll out throughout the course of the year. But I wanted to do something for the Jeff Cameron show this week before you guys watch the uh, or listen to the best of. And so um, thought I would just check in really quick. We we just got here today, uh, flew throughout the night and uh, landed in Dublin, uh, came to the hotel, beautiful hotel in the heart of Dublin and then came here to Aviva uh, to get this history lesson, to uh, to meet the people, the operations managers, the owners, and uh, the fine folks who, who run this stadium to learn about what it's going to be like for Florida State fans when they make their way over uh, and to to see kind of like the game day experience, if you will. And so uh, from here, we're going to go. I can, by the way, I'll tell all of you guys, there are plenty of pubs uh, in and around here. Uh, Lansdowne Street. There's uh, plenty to do, plenty to see, and a lot of charm. Always in Ireland, a lot of charm. Uh, but they're gracious hosts. And uh, <laughs> Tom, I can't. I, this is this is is really cool. It's it's really cool. They do about 25 events a year here. Um, they they did inform me, just so you know, Tom and everybody back home. Uh, there is no place that is safe from Taylor Swift. She sold this joint out next year. Um, to the tune of uh, three nights, three nights here at uh, Aviva for Taylor Swift next year. Um, so, uh, yeah, this will be this will be quite the locale. I don't know if you can really get the feel for um, everything that, that I can see here, but it's 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 just remarkable. No, you can see it all. The one thing I'd say is stay in that little uh, sweet spot there. The internet has been fantastic as you as you wandered a little bit. Sometimes it, it clicks out. But you could see it. You could feel it. I also appreciate, buddy, that you kept your voice kind of low, almost like, like a golf tenor, uh, because the stadium is not packed and, and uh, energetic. It, it, very, it fits British Open Week. 
It fits uh, the Scottish <laughs> Open that was completed. You, you have you have the the right feeling for the morning over in Ireland. Yeah, well, you know, I don't want to yell. It'll echo in here. It seats just over fifty thousand. So uh, one thing I will tell you guys is that um, if you're if you're you know obviously if you're planning on coming. The one major difference between this stadium, for example, and the stadiums um, back home is this is you are right on top of the action. Like over here behind me are the seats and here right there is the field. (laughs) So if you are and I'm kind of like what would be the corner of the end zone right now. But if I go back over towards midfield, I mean, you are on top of it. It is really pretty remarkable. Um, And we learned a lot about what they're going to do with the locker rooms because as I said, normally, uh, Tom, only soccer or rugby is played here. So those teams are significantly smaller than American football teams in terms of sheer uh, numbers. Uh, so they, they've kind of built out add-ons and they have found a way to incorporate it. It's like three different rooms for the locker rooms. It's really neat. It, it is funny. Ira observed just because it, it was such a popular show, but the, the main locker room for the soccer team uh, – the football team here is uh, is in a it looks exactly like Ted Lasso. I mean, one hundred percent like Ted Lasso. It's hilarious. It's just so generic and simple and straightforward. Uh, but again, they don't have that many players, so it makes sense. But they they've really gone all out, and they get so excited about talking about American football. Um, I saw where. You know, when Notre Dame and Navy played here in 2012, uh, we were able to watch how they they had a documentary for that. So it was really, really pretty cool and uh, what they've done since then. So, no, it's a it's a it's a remarkable thing. Um, we're getting ready to go over and have lunch with the stadium operators and owners. And um, this is going to be a great experience. But I did want to drop in while I had a chance and uh, get something out there to you guys. Uh, we'll be we'll have more of an opportunity in the coming days as we get situated. We've kind of been up all night and uh and and going and um from here though i will tell you if you want to know uh after our big lunch we're gonna go to a a giant whiskey distillery (laughs) wait a minute you're going to the whiskey distillery today today yeah yeah we're doing it so this will be a good day and it'll be a day where we fall That, that'll that help you get acclimated to the time, I would think, a little bit of extra whiskey. Let me ask you this, while because I know there's a delay in audio back and forth, so let me get this question in real quick. Just in terms of logistics, landing in Dublin, customs, all that kind of stuff, I'm sure people are curious. So when you land, I know you flew Aer Lingus out there, which it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's the Aer Lingus College Football Classic, after all. But uh, what's that process like versus going to, I don't know, Heathrow or Paris or something else? Yeah, uh, it's really simple. It was straightforward. I We had no problems. We did fly directly out of Orlando, the Aer Lingus hub, uh, to Dublin. It was a direct flight. That was a, a great way of doing it. Um, we landed. Uh, I can tell you that it was, um, you know, it's, it's a really simple process. You did have to show your passport as you were coming in. They stamp it. Take great pride as you get your passport stamped. And you're like, there's a country off the list. And uh, and then you walk down. We got Aslan had a lot of equipment, so we had to get his bags. It took no time at all. And uh, just like that, they had somebody here to pick us up. And then we were uh, whisked off to our hotel, which is about 15 minutes. I would tell everybody that, you know, if you're staying in Dublin, obviously, for the game, um, you know, it's it's from the airport to, to the downtown center of Dublin. It's like 15, 20 minutes. It's, wow. it's really quiet. It's, yeah, it's really quite easy. So that's what you're going to want to do. 
and then uh, and then whatever excursions that you sign up for, um, you know, they, they've got it all set up where you you, you leave uh, Dublin Center and uh, off you go. And we'll, we'll we'll experience that tomorrow. We're headed over to Waterford uh, tomorrow, and and I'll, we're gonna have a bunch of content from there. But uh, for now, um, yeah, I just wanted to give you a taste and. I'm going to sign off and uh, I'll be back in touch with you, Tom, later. We'll try to do some stuff for the pod, try to do some StreamYard stuff from there or at least have audio. So um, I'll, 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 I'll be checking back in with everybody. All right. Last question for you. Can you hear the echoes of the war chant in that stadium yet? Oh, so this is an echo chamber. This is going to be amazing. You're on top of the field. Uh, it goes straight up from here. Let's see. Can you see? You see that? Oh, yeah. Can you see that? Yeah. So it goes straight up. It is built for noise, boys. It is built for noise. It, it's going to be incredible with Florida State fans here. I can only imagine it's overwhelming. Of course, Georgia Tech doesn't have anything worth a damn to chant about, so it'll be overwhelming. Can you do that one more time, show that at the top of the stadium? Because I got you in solo. Yeah. Yeah. So, see, there you can see it there, and then yeah. look behind me. Yeah, so, so this, is, the, this is down here by on 93.3 yeah you go to war chant tv and you'll find today's show we'll have the video of this there's also a short yeah. video from war chant tv right now that aslan put together of you guys with your travels and, uh, you oh. can feel the spirit of jeff's frustration on the road how was that traffic yesterday horrible i'm still pissed about it i'm getting over it now that i'm here in ireland <laughs> It took, it was insane. We had four different stops of at least 30 minutes. I was like, okay, this goes from being uncomfortable to like, I'm getting nervous. I'm sure Aslan captured the 90 miles per hour I was going through Orlando once I finally got us to the airport. But it's a, this is where you want yours truly at the helm driving, Tom. I got us there, baby. I think they finally, uh, yes, now they know what all the fuss is about. And uh, <laughs> that's why I can't wait for you to drive us to Charlotte. But between now and then, uh, the only we'll thing there. that you're missing right now, buddy, I'd say the only thing you're missing, and you know I have to work it in, but if you're going to a whiskey distillery, how would you soak in <laughs> help soak in all that whiskey, man? Go for it. <laughs> I want to tell Danny exactly I'm sorry I didn't go profusely and talk about that for the beginning. I'm a little overwhelmed by the setting, but of course you would have to fill your belly to get that whiskey in there and, and not act the fool. So you would want to get a giant Zaxby's sandwich, uh, if you want to put that in <laughs> on the video. Tom, I'm sure people will be amused by that. Uh, <laughs> split top bun, uh, and you get the thick cut pickles. But more important, you get that giant piece of chicken that is delicious with the Zax sauce. You're golden. Uh, and uh, yeah, Danny will forgive me. He knows I'm, I'm a little worn down. I look, I look beleaguered. I look a little beleaguered. Well, I, I think for all the travel that you've been doing, and since you drove to Orlando, that's actually pretty yeah. impressive. And if anybody understands, <laughs> if anybody in, understands international travel, it's Danny from Zaxby's. That dude's at a different it's country true. today. So, yeah, and he's a and he's a Seminole booster for over eighteen years. So oh. there you go. Oh, you did it! You did it! Pros, pro, baby. I'll see you guys later from Ireland. Peace. Later, Tom. Later. All right, that's Jeff Cameron live from Aviva Stadium. We now will take you after this short break to best of programming here on ninety three point three FM. And Warchant TV, this ends this video. But there'll be more content from Jeff, Ira, and Aslan as they travel the countryside of Ireland. So freaking jealous of their experience. We'll have more for you coming up on Warchant TV and 93.3.
Hello there, podcasters. Oh, don't worry. I won't prattle on for two minutes like I do with some of the other reads. Zaxby's doesn't demand it of me. <laughs> Zaxby's like, look, just tell everybody that we have the best chicken sandwich in all the land. That's easy. I can do that. I can attest to that. A delicious, thick, juicy, tasty Zaxby's chicken sandwich is where it's at. Of course, the strips are a given. You like the strips. We get the strips on game days. The platters are lifesavers. Mm-hmm. If you're going to a party, a pool party, say, this summer, and what do I bring? Just bring a beer giant thing. No. and Zaxby's. Worry about the beer. You bring the Zaxby's, you're going to be the hero. Just uh-huh. make sure you get all the sauces, too. They've got like 97 sauces, and they're all delicious. I don't know if you guys know this. There are 27 Zaxby's in Tallahassee alone. 27. You can't miss them. I think that's true in general in every city in America. They're like so, peach trees in Atlanta. They're everywhere. Look around. Find you a Zaxby's and get after it. By the way, your Tallahassee Zaxby's a proud Golden Chief booster for 18 years. Go Knowles. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply Oh, by the way, they can't produce enough of these umpire-manager exchanges mic'd up. They can't. They're fantastic. You go back to the old ones with Earl Weaver, and he was impossibly difficult to deal with. I think I would have punched Earl Weaver, Weaver repeatedly. First of all, he's two feet tall trying to act big. Secondly, the absurdities of his arguments when you go back and listen to what it is he's complaining about he wasn't a stable man. This is not, I'm mad, somebody screwed me over, that's a bad call, this player acted unfairly or maliciously. The things he was alleging that the umpires were doing, crazy person talk, gibberish, stuff that would make no sense to anybody at all. Go back and listen to some of Earl Weaver's rants. They're just ridiculous. You're stalking my wife. Yeah, No, they're absurd things that imply that the umpires got together before the game and decided that they were going to intentionally miss every third pitch to screw Earl Weaver, you know, or that every play at second that involved the Orioles was going to be an out call uh, in favor of the other team, no matter what happened. I mean, he says asinine things. It's nuts. But I bring this up because... The Terry Collins audio, why did that come out, by the way? It's great, but who? this suddenly became a thing this week. I do not know. The internet did something cool this week, and somehow it got retweeted a gazillion times, but these umpire arguments with managers from decades ago to as recently as a couple of years ago all made their way onto Twitter. 
Somebody just decided. Some former employee is who it is. Has to be. They're fantastic because you can, you always, let's admit it, we've always wondered. What's he saying? Sometimes you can read his lips. But, right, yeah. But a lot of times you're like, what is the crooks of the argument here? What is he really, because he is very animated right now about whether or not that guy was safe or out. There's only so many things you can say and only so many ways you can say it if it's about a singular event like he beat the throw or didn't. What, what are you going to, you know what I mean? And another thing, I think Chicago as a city really sucks, Bob. I mean, what are you? What are you gonna do? You're out of here. That's, That's absurd. Everybody knows Chicago is awesome. What is wrong with you, Terry? <laughs> no, I think it's overrated, Bob. It's always been overrated, just like you and this crew. <laughs> what? What are we talking about exactly? Yeah, that would be. That would, that's. I've always wondered what they're saying. Well, we got a chance, and Tom correctly pointed out that if you take Terry Collins' rant imploring the umpire that they should have the right to throw at whoever he's throwing it was at. Chase Utley, no, I do Chase believe. Utley, yeah. Uh, after Chase Utley had recklessly destroyed your second base. Ruben Tejada, like the piece of crap he is. <laughs> Meaning Utley, not Tejada. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and slid, you know, almost when he was past the bag to take him out. Yep. Uh, Broke his leg. Yeah. A-hole. So the point... <laughs> like that bitterness in your voice still. Uh, but that said, retribution was going to be had. Everybody knew it. And then the throwing occurred. And what happened subsequently is they throw him out of the game. Unbelievably, with no warnings issued pregame. Yeah. I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> I forgot about this fallout. I, just... I do like the beginning of this. We, we don't have that in this particular clip we're going to play. What he's saying to Syndergaard is funny. And Syndergaard's like, well, they got away from me. I was just throwing a fastball. He's like, okay, we, we all know what happened here. Right. We, we don't yeah. say <laughs> We're all aware of what happened here. Right, but then Todd Walker to walks it. up and he says, hey, man, listen. I think it's Neil Walker that walks or, up. I mean, Neil yeah, Walker, yeah. excuse me, not Todd Walker. Uh, Neil Walker walks up and says, hey, you didn't issue a warning. And that's one thing. Is, well, the situation that happened before is the reason that we're doing the situation that we're in now. Yeah, it's like, you, you get it, What Neil? kind of double talk nonsense is this? Oh, there's a lot of it. <laughs> but <laughs> this sounds like a scene from a mafia-themed movie in which somebody desperately wants to take revenge, wants to put out a hit as an act of vengeance for a wrong that had right. occurred. That's what it, sounds yeah, like. it sounds like it, and we have it. We have it before and after. So you could just hear you it as both? it is, yeah. and then you can hear it with the... Uh, All right, so yeah. here's the thing. Is this a, a, a manager arguing with an umpire, or is this a scene from some sort of Godfather-like movie? Here you go. Terry, 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 you know where I stand on the whole situation. But that's but that's but better than that. How do you know that? Terry, listen, I'm telling you, our ass is in the jackpot now. Okay? Okay, that's I'm just telling you. You know what? That's that, that's you got you got it. So much trauma. Our ass is in the jackpot now. His voice starts cracking. Yeah, I'm well, sorry, Terry. Terry, our ass is in the jackpot now. <laughs> that's a side of the road. 
breakdown. Here you go. Here it is in a dramatic film, mafia related. Then you talk to me I'm about that. Yeah, you know, okay. You gotta give us a shot. You know what? You gotta give Harry, us a shot. Okay, Tom. listen to me. Let me hear what I'm saying, okay? You get your shot. You had your shot right there. In the situation. Well, why you know the situation, Terry. Why okay. do you get a shot, Tommy? Because that doesn't that makes well, it worse. Terry, that makes it fing worse. Hang on. But MLB did nothing with that gun. Nothing. Okay, that, that I, I can't wow. Terry, I can't control that. You know as well as I You know where I stand on the whole situation. That's, but that's, but that's you're better than that, Tommy. You know that. Terry, listen, I'm telling you, our ass is in the jackpot now. Okay? Okay? That's what I'm just telling you. You know what? That, that, that's, you got it. You got it. <laughs> Perfect. Our ass is in the jackpot now. Which is the second time. That he said As that. I spit on the microphone that he says that. He says it to Syndergaard. Yeah. Well, he, I got to throw you out. Right, this is the jackpot. jackpot now. What? <laughs> I love that line. It doesn't mean anything. Our ass is in the jackpot now. I'm going to oh. start saying it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Forgive yeah, me. Yeah, Your yeah, ass yeah. is Your in ass. the jackpot. My ass is in the jackpot now, Tom. Not a regular pot. <laughs> just, just the jackpot. Uh, that's going to be the best. You know what phrase I don't use enough? That, because I've never heard it, but now I'm going to use it. And when somebody gets put on front street. I like that. I used to oh. use that all the time. Well, they put him on Front Street. Can't do that. My ass is in the jackpot with the Powerball. Don't you throw me on Front Street, Tom. I'm not doing that. My ass is in the jackpot now. Terry, 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 Terry. Then you talk to me about that. You, okay. you got to give us a shot. You know what? You got to give Terry, us a shot, okay, Listen to me. Let me hear what I'm saying, okay? You get your shot. You had your shot right there. In the situation. Well, why do you know the situation, Terry? Why do you get a shot, Tommy? Because that doesn't, that makes well, it worse. Terry, that makes it f***ing worse. I know it. But MLB did nothing with that gun. Nothing. Okay, that, that I, I can't wow. Terry, I can't control that. You know as well as I do. You know where I stand on the whole situation. But that's, but that's, but that's you're better than that, Tom. You know that. Terry, listen, I'm telling you, our ass is in the jackpot now. Okay? Okay? That's I'm just telling you. You know what? That's, that's, you got it. You got it. <laughs> that would win an Academy Award. You know... We can use our asses in the jackpot now so many times in the upcoming year. This is going to be great. I can't wait. Wait, You know, we give up that that score that puts us down two scores with four minutes to play. Oh, our asses in the jackpot now, Tom. That's it. <laughs> I'm going to do it out of nowhere, and you're going to not be ready for it. It's going to be great. You got to give me a shot. <laughs> you just had it. You just had your shot. You missed the field goal. Now our asses in the jackpot. Now, coach should say that to his players. Way to go. Missing that field goal. Now our ass is in the jackpot. People are like, what is he? What? What is he talking about? Don't go put me on front street when this game's over. You mother. It's going to be great. I'm going to say it to my wife when she misses the light or she doesn't gun it when it turns yellow. I'm a very aggressive driver. Right. You got to be somewhere. You got to be somewhere. But that's it. Our ass is on, in the jackpot now. There you go. I feel like Bryce would really appreciate that. That your ass is in the jackpot? Like that phrase. I think yeah. like, what? Hun, take a right quick before they start turning. Oh, the, that's it. Our ass is in the jackpot now. We'll be sitting here for an hour. <laughs> that's it. I want to play that Perfectly more, but used. I don't think people want to hear that no, anymore. No, do I don't want to hear it anymore. That's too bad. But you could take the our ass is in the jackpot. I got I got to extract it, yeah. It's, it's going to be perfect. I'm going to do it. You're going to be so tired of it. All right, so what's the best clip of the week? Not to do like a well, national show thing. 
Yeah, we got the he he. We got Ovechkin saying we don't bleep in whatever. Oh, we'll play Ove- Okay, so we can vote on it. We can actually vote on it. Yeah, That's there's fine. a lot of good choices. Throw it at us on the Twitter at Jay Cameron Show if you want. I actually don't mind this this particular poll, right? I mean, as they do. I mean, which one do you want first? Ovechkin celebrating using improper phrasing and <laughs> just being Russian. It's great. We're not gonna be fucking sunk this year. We're the Stanley Cup champions! Yeah! That's good. Woo! Yeah! That's really good. Well, that one makes me the happiest because he is genuinely. I just don't exulting. What, what kind of lungs does he have on him? Because he's been yelling at the top of his lungs for, for several days at that point. Oh, that's a bender. I, I I bet he's still asleep. I mean, he has been struggling. You know, I think he's probably still asleep. Uh, all right, all right. In Soviet Russia, that <laughs> sleeps on you. <laughs> all right, so there's that one. Uh, now we need uh, what would be next? That would be uh, the Baker Mayfield clip. Oh, this still well, this idiot. This is great. I kind of feel like he's a pipe piper of Oklahoma football. You know, the workout, I will share this with you. When we walked into the building, uh, he made this sound. He just kind of came out of nowhere. He went, kind of went, hee-hee. And all the players in the building started going, hee-hee. I mean, and here they go. I mean, it's the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. That's That shows you something about what he means to, to young men and how he leads them. I feel so bad for Cleveland. Hugh Jackson's a dumbass. That's your coach. Guys should take better care of themselves. Hmm. I feel bad for a Cleveland fan. I mean, they have to hear this idiot say that, just spew that kind of (laughs) nonsense. I mean, it's the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. What are you talking about? And they go, hee-hee. And then here we go. Here we go. Here we go where? What are you talking about, you idiot? Play it again. I kind of feel like he's a pipe piper of Oklahoma football. You know, the workout, I will share this with you. When we walked into the building, uh, he made this sound. He just kind of came out of nowhere. He went, kind of went, hee-hee. And all the players in the building started going, hee-hee. I mean, and here they go. I mean, it's the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. That's That shows you something about what he means to, to young men and how he leads them. It doesn't at all. It doesn't show you anything. It, what are you talking about? It doesn't show you anything. That's absurd. All right, so there you have that. And then we have what we just had with Terry Collins. Right. I mean, we could probably grab two more pieces of sound this week and round it out. Maybe we'll just have a big grand vote next week. I'm telling you, I think the, that's winning, by the way. Here's your winner. Susie, I was from Philly, but they got rid of me, so I'm going with the Giants. Let's see if the how grateful I am that that show is no longer a show. Consider that ESPN Saturdays and Sundays. On Saturdays, it featured uh, May and Lou Holtz, and then on Sundays, it had that show. Right, so that that's was back to back network programming. They really did get lucky that they got Ditka off the airwaves when they did. That was going to end in a very, very negative with manner. Chris Carter beating him to a pulp. Well, <laughs> yeah. But, no, I'm telling you, I think Ditka was real close to spewing complete and utter nonsense. I mean, can you imagine him 
on the anthem stuff? Susie, I was from Philly, but they got rid of me, so I'm going with the Giants. <laughs> Imagine they would have had to ask Mike Ditka about what he thought. Oh. About anything is dangerous, but right, just right. especially something like that. Can you mm-hmm. imagine? Yeah. I mean, between he and Bob Knight, they ought to go on a hunting trip together. One of them's coming. Well, well, maybe not either. Neither one of them's coming yeah. back. Lost in the wilderness, clubbing each other to death with a rock. Wouldn't you? <laughs> They've got, I'm telling you. Wouldn't that be interesting, though, to have a show with like oh, Bob Knight man. And, and Mike Ditka? Woo! Throw Dusty Baker in there. Throw them on an island. And then ask them real questions about, you know, society. No, no, no. no you don't want to do that. I'm, that I'm is uncom- a show I'm uncomfortable shows. talking about this. this is, no. Yes. Listen, first take is a half measure. Oh, There no, is yes. your full measure. Those three. Just have them talking about anything. Ask them about anything. <laughs> ask them about women's rights. <laughs> <laughs> Those three guys. <laughs> oh, dear. Get ask Morgan him. Freeman in there. Oh, women's rights. Ask them about consent. Mm. <laughs> Those three guys. Oh my goodness gracious! That is a let Jim Gray drive it. Oh my you know? god, that show—that's good stuff. I always, you know, you hear the horror stories of players that. Don't adjust well when their playing days are over. Well, Albert Bell, come on down. As a man who has had a rough go since the end of his playing days, uh, at least if the arrest records photo mugshot here is any indication, he's said to hell with it all. Now, again, not knowing his set of circumstances, I guess I'll kind of lay lay off a bit of the Severe ribbing because, my God, I don't think Albert Bell is going to be with us much longer. Uh, he is rotund. Woo-woo, Albert. That's not the most disturbing aspect of the story, however. Former MLB star Albert Bell arrested Sunday at a D-back spring training game in Scottsdale, Arizona. That's not what you do. No. A lot of times if it's, you know, the guy is out at a bar and gets into a fight and is somebody was goading him or something like that or or anything, anything that seems within the normal parameters of what could happen to an ex-athlete who has an interaction or a confrontation, right? We all read about sad domestic violence cases where, uh, you know, you, you never really know who's at fault there. You read the story, you try to discern and kind of we usually stay away from those to, you know, Oh, yeah. It depends on who's telling the story. Right. Yeah. My man's at a spring training game. Well, I mean, I've had fun at a spring training game, but, you know, they're during the day usually. And um, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you just, it's a spring training game. It's really relaxed. You're not usually. Kind of chill, right? Like, right. Intense. That's what I mean. Yeah. 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 Uh, so he was arrested. This according to the, the, the Fox 10 account I'm reading from now. And. Uh, right outside of Scottsdale. According to the arrest records from the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office, he was charged with two counts of indecent exposure as well as multiple counts of uh, DUI. Uh, incorporated in that is <laughs> DUI liquor slash drugs and uh, vapors. That's not what you do. Vapors written in there. So smoking of some kind? Like he was he? It could have been that... Uh... 
use the the vaping device. The vaping device for something. Yeah, it would appear. Yeah, yeah they, they they confiscated. That's that. not what you do. Yeah. So so he had that, but that that even that is not nearly as bad as what the rest of this reads. You see, my man was uh, in the bag and decided he was not going to wait until he got to his vehicle. Uh, he took it to a tree there in the parking lot where plenty of people could see him, and a man and his son were walking into the game to enjoy some spring training baseball. Albert was urinating. The man said something to Albert Bell like, Yo, man, what are you doing? I've been my kid. Albert became incensed, turned and wagged his wang in the direction of the man and the boy. All right. There it is. Yeah. And for that, indecent exposure charges have been filed against uh, old uh, Mr. Bell. You probably, any one of these things beyond that, might not have even read about this. Might have just been a guy who would have got busted for, what, public urination or something like that. Well, yeah, you can, they can, you know, ding you pretty good for that, as I understand it. Yeah, I would think. But... You know, the whole... The turning and waving and wagging. That's probably... That's probably where it took it to a new level. That's the end zone celebration of the problem. So, at the end of the day, I tell you all of this to tell you this. Go online and look up Albert uh, Jawan Bell's uh, (laughs) photo, arrest photo. Go, Go look at that one. Go look at the booking of Albert Bell. You will not recognize him. Oh! My goodness gracious. They list him, Tom. I did look this up because I wondered if they would have it, and they do. Albert Bell is not quite 6'2". You remember a hulking man in his yes, playing days, uh, a stud, steroid abuser, cork bat. Forearms the size of my thighs. Whole deal, oppo, home run hitting, stud for some time, obviously, both for the Indians, the White Sox. We remember all those days. You, you, Yeah, he's not that now. He's uh, nearly 300 pounds, coming in at three bills, and not the good kind of three bills. Not like he became obsessed with the gym after his playing days were over. No, no. It's quite the opposite. He could be a right guard if he was still fleet of foot. I don't know. He's a big, big man. Several layers underneath uh, the chin there. And the arrest photo is, well, I guess of a guy that you would suspect of doing that at a spring training game to a father-son combo walking in to see. <laughs> but you know what's nuts is you know that, well, sorry. You know what's crazy about that? Yeah. Is that no doubt that that, okay, so I'm, I take it if you're a spring training, you're going to a spring training game, you're a fan. You may not be a diehard fan, but you're probably a fan of baseball in general, right? So the father, at the very least, would have seen Albert Bell play. I guarantee you he has no idea that that was Albert Bell. Hey, man. Yeah, he just thought that was some really fat, inebriated, vaporizing. (laughs) All right. There it is. Oh, Albert. Over under. I hate to be this rude. Oh, boy. Three years? What do you say? He finds something in his life, and it's over. I root for people. I root for people, too. That's why I'm not sitting here celebrating this story as much as I'm just relaying the story so people can go and find the picture and be as shocked as I was when I... I mean, I saw the headline. I thought, oh, you got a DUI. That's a shame. I'll click on the story and read it. And I begin to read it. I'm like, oh, this isn't about DUI at all. This is about this other thing. 
that's mm-hmm. that's a, yeah a problem. A and then flag I, waving, so to right. Speak. And then I yeah. said, oh well, gosh, that's terrible. I, I haven't seen Albert Bell in some time. I clicked on the book. <laughs> I saw that picture. I went, oh good lord, who's this man pretending to be Albert Bell? And you know Scottsdale's got no time for this. Oh no, no, that is. Uh, if this you- happened in say I don't know Sarasota, you know. They might have let it go, or St. Pete. Stay out of stay out of Malibu, Lebowski. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, that's yeah, this is right mm-hmm. here. That's Scottsdale. That's Scottsdale. They're rolling RT. up to pull you away in a Bentley. That's just their standard deputy's car. I had so much fun out in Scottsdale. Not enough uh, to to do what Albert Bell did there, but I was in Scottsdale for the first time and only time that I've ever been when we lost to Tennessee in the national championship game in the Fiesta Bowl, and uh, I was stunned by uh, the decadence of uh, Scottsdale. And it is a true story, which I've told you, that uh, I got a ride to the game called a taxi, walked outside of my hotel to get in said taxi uh, with my buddy Todd Van Dyke, and we were just standing there, and I thought, well, this is the slowest taxi of all time. When are they going to pick us up? When finally a horn beeped after we'd been sitting there like 20 minutes, and I look over to my left, and there's a, at the time, brand-new, fully loaded, decked-out Cadillac. And I thought, why is that man beeping? I didn't order a limo. This is nuts. And I walked over, and he goes, get in. I've been sitting here. I know it's you, too. I'm your cab. And that was standard. <laughs> I was pissed. We were angry. Everybody was angry. And then we all settled down. I was like, how about this? So where they roll in Scottsdale, apparently. And it is Get in the they, damn car. Yeah, the guy's like, good this lord, is man. a standard cab? Yeah, it is pretty nice, it's Pretty huh? nice, huh? Yeah. yeah right. Good deal. I'd be a cabbie in Scottsdale. Just get one of those. Yeah, the meter's been running. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, they're used to people being able to pay for that and then some. Hey, guys. Our next partner is AG1, the daily foundational nutritional supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it quite literally every single day. I began using AG1 because, I'll be honest with you, I don't like to take a bunch of pills and vitamins, and I just wanted something that tastes great, was quick, and easy to remember, so I do it. I do it every morning when I wake up. I certainly have it right after my coffee and before I work out, and I will tell you this, too. It is um, a simple, effective investment for your health. You can try AG1 and get five free AG1 travel packs and a free one-year supply of vitamin D with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash JCS. Again, that's go to, uh, all you got to do is go to uh, drinkag1.com slash JCS. That's drinkag1.com slash JCS. Check it out. It's delicious. It's quick. It's easy. It's proven. Vitamins, probiotics, whole food source nutrients. Start your day with it. You'll feel better. I promise. Tried to make me aware of this when it happened uh, yesterday, I guess it was. But I, uh, I largely ignored it, just as I've ignored the man for some time, despite the numbers being uh, pretty gaudy. Um, lest we forget, and it's up to me to remind you that this man not only besmirched but uh, ridiculed a man and his son for telling the truth. And we're talking about Ryan Braun's sorry ass retiring from baseball. You saw he made the announcement. Uh, in an emotional Twitter post. What? <laughs> an emotional Twitter post? Well, it's impossible to summarize my emotions. What I feel most is one simple thing, gratitude. I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you. I weighed this decision for many months. While I still love this game very much, the time is right for me to retire from playing. It's difficult to describe my emotions. It starts with overwhelming gratitude to those who have 
shared this experience with me while offering their unconditional support at every turn. Yeah, I mean, the numbers are all-time great. If you're a Brewers fan, you'll know certainly what he did. We'll also know that my man mentioned uh, during that career path taking a sharp turn in December of 2011 uh, that the uh, leaked drug test in which he had tested positive for very high levels of, uh, shall we say, testosterone um, because of the performance-enhancing drugs that he was taking and had been taking for a long time. While facing the suspension, he challenged the decision in 2012. And in the midst of it, he, um, despite evidence, uh, again, that uh, came to the surface, in addition to that initial test, the biogenesis documents also had his name there in uh, its midst, uh, uh, the PEDs, the clinic that he chose to use, etc. All of this came to light. He told everybody that uh, he had never taken it, that it was a lie, and that MLB had used a father-son team to take his sample, urine sample, and he suggested that perhaps that something happened on the way to the testing lab after they had arrived to take his sample with him, that maybe they had doctored it and that he would, uh, I think it was, I swear on my life, was it? He uh, said, uh, I'd bet my life. I'd bet my life. That's I'd bet I my life. I'd bet my life, I'm so certain, um, that this, this, this father-son team had doctored uh, his test and that he had not in fact failed that legitimately i think the father had brought like his young son it wasn't yeah, it was, like it you know really like a 60 year old and a 40 year old situation yeah. where these guys have been working no it was a really weird deal and then it was even weirder because aaron Rodgers made a fool of himself by standing mm. up for him only to find out that of course sure yeah so there's only one thing we can say to ryan braun right go to hell die <laughs> die Go die. I don't want you to. Bet do your life. I, I, you bet I, your life. You bet your life. I'm at the sorry. Time. I said it at the time because he did give you the heated pound your fist, I you know, I bet on my life speech, only to find out that he was, in fact, absolutely guilty. You're going to call into question the integrity of a man who had nothing to do except nothing his own it. job yeah. and his son, yeah. and you say you're going to bet your life. We'll die. Yeah. There you go. Unless your words mean nothing. They don't. That much is obvious. It is funny that that group of guys back then, I wonder if they all had to do it over again, certainly probably take a different tact because all of the guys, not all the guys, many of the guys who ended up getting caught up in that, whether it was the biogenesis stuff or any of the other leaked reports or the actual positive tests that many had uh, fallen victim to, quote unquote, you'd think, based on their reaction that they were victims, um, many of them were so adamant in the way that they tried to refute that, that they would take it to that extent, that that to that extreme, the, yes, the Raphael Palmero waving his finger at Congress, the whole thing. You know, I mean, they like, didn't learn from that though. Guys it was after really, it was really bizarre. Uh, you know, there was the easy way out. And this is the Jeff Cameron show PR firm wasn't born out of that, but it, we had a busy time. I remember having uh, daily discussions, guys, guys, again, there is an easy way to do this, okay? You stand up there and say, you want to take the juice out of this? You want this to go away in a hurry? You want reporters to no longer make you the subject of their daily report? That was a hell of a pun, by the way. Yeah. Stand up there and say, yeah, I took illegal steroids, illegal performance-enhancing drugs because I wanted an advantage over my fellow competitors. It helped me win football, baseball games and make more money. I did that. And then you could expand and say, listen, everybody's on it, and so therefore I'm not going to lose uh, my job. Don't even do it. 
Don't even do it. Just say that, and then any other questions? <laughs> well, you know, if they ask you why, well, I just told you, to gain an advantage over my fellow competitors and to try to win more baseball games. Do you think the – no, I, I think I was taking performance-enhancing drugs in order to get an advantage over the people I'm competing against to try to win more baseball games. We done here? Okay. I'll see you guys when I get back from the suspension. I mean, there'd be nothing else. to th That would be it. That's all. Right. It's yeah. over. Then there was also our pal Andy Pettit, who's not on the scale of, you know, great person to Ryan Braun. He's not in the Ryan Braun area. Right. But he's an idiot he's a, and a look, hypocrite. Well, he was a liar. And a liar. They were all liars. But he said, I, I didn't do it to gain a competitive advantage. Yes, you did. I was just trying to heal faster. <laughs> what? Yeah, you, you did it. Wait, What? <laughs> What does that even mean? I know, I know. So I know. healing is not a part of the competitive advantage. Yeah. No, I just, I never understood that. It would have been so easy. Like, one of their agents, one of their guys could have pulled them aside to, guys, we are screwed. I mean, they've got us left to right. You're caught. Here's a video of you going into the lab. Here you are signing the check for steroids. Here you, a lot of these guys did things like, remember that Kevin Brown, the pitcher? Oh, yeah. Had steroids yeah. delivered to his house and wrote a check for it? That's awesome. Anyhow, so those <laughs> guys, there were some guys doing some outrageous things that, that you was no getting around. But I, guys, you can make this go away. I mean, as much yeah. as you can make any of this go away. I believe the upper left-hand corner of the check said, Kevin Brown, buyer of steroids, <laughs> steroids. <laughs> 123 Main Street. Yeah. But, I mean, it's yeah, there you go, Abdel. Look at Nelson Cruz, owned it, and is now one of the most beloved players in the league. Yeah, they're, they're all – I think fans, after a while, anyhow, certainly, I think fans got it. They may not have been happy about it, didn't like it. I certainly didn't because I'm a bit of a nostalgic um, – you know, purist when it comes to baseball. I certainly didn't like certain records being rewritten by guys who were uh, using um, the kinds of substance, the, the things we were learning about that they were using, um, not just the, well, uh, we're not going to relitigate all this. I'll just say, I, I, I don't like that, but at the same time, I understood pretty early on as we all figured out that uh, Jose Canseco apparently was telling the truth. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. That turned out to be accurate. Sometimes the inside man is telling you all the truth that you want to hear, maybe more than you want to hear. Mm -hmm. Well, and at that time, I mean, it's a it's an analogy that can make you recoil, but, but you know, when when a prostitute takes the stand and says she was raped, it's possible that she was raped. It's, it's possible. And so then you have Jose Canseco, a world-class cheater, a liar, a thief, a lot of things, saying that there are a lot of other guys in this league that are absolutely doing these same things. Yeah, it turned out he was telling the truth, and he could be telling the truth even if he's all those other things. Yes, you t attack credibility, but you got to take into account it is possible. Oh, another example of somebody who is not a good person whatsoever but is beloved is uh, Bartolo Colon. Bartolo Colon yeah. was caught cheating. Oh, like three times. Yep, yep. And then also, apparently, he had, like, a second family that yeah, one family didn't know about. Yeah. <laughs> That's a toughie. And, that, you know, because he's got a big belly and he hit a home run in San Diego, which was amazing. Everybody loves the guy. So there's a way around these things that you don't have to become Ryan Braun, who should die. There's a way around these things. Just don't say, I bet my life. Yeah. Well, and also, don't try to besmirch an honest working man who's just picking up a urine sample of a guilty player, and you know you're guilty. He called that press conference himself. Yes, he did. He That's was not I mean. forced oh, out there. Oh, he got there. all teary-eyed. He was on the field. Remember that? He had spring people? training he was field. spring training field. It was ridiculous. Clown. Let's give away some food. All right. You want to do that? that? That's can, better. can we do that? Let's do some uh, which-which giveaway. 
the uh, Wicked Wednesday giveaway. Let's That's see right. Little... On Wednesdays. Well, no, but I want to see the thingy. I want to, I want to look at the, the – you've got a picture of it, I thought. We always have one, don't we? Well, that's the placard that we give away to the folks. Well, I know that. I thought there was something on our on our war chant feed that I would be able to see. I, I figured it was there. My bad. Go ahead and read it. Well, I've got the phone number for you. Get ready, everybody. We're going to know which phone call number to call. Caller three, everybody. Caller three. Is, 850-523-7890. Mm-hmm. I always want to give out the old phone number. This is the correct phone number. Caller three. 523 You win a wicked $5. There you go. Let's go. And as Tom correctly points out, don't use this gift certificate on Wednesdays. That's correct, because it's five bucks on Wednesdays. Go Call out there today and go get you a wicked. Call three five two three three seven. Oh, wait. Ah! See? I almost yeah. did it. I almost did it. All right, you read it. I'm screwing this five, thing off. 523-7890. <laughs> That's like... So I, uh, I just I handed the, the, the note back on the phone number to Matthew, and when you said that, it's like trying to, to think of how a song goes when there's another song playing. Mm, yeah. So 523-7890. I'll shut up now. I'm a mess today. Bear with me, everybody. Hang in there. It's uh, Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV.